The Great Reset is in full retreat in the face of the Great Awakening. Elites who enabled and supported the fake Antifa BLM rioting of 2020 now have a real popular uprising on their hands, and they can't stop it. By Brian Cates. As the current authentic popular trucker uprising in Canada is putting on full display, the global elites who openly embraced, empowered, and enabled the widespread Antifa BLM rioting of two years ago are now trapped by their own hubris. After endlessly claiming to understand the anger and the desire for vast societal change, supposedly driving all of the Antifa BLM thuggery, looting, arson, and general all-around mayhem, after openly sympathizing with the violent rioters and looters and desecrators who rampaged through the world's cities two years past, these same elites are now loudly claiming they also know what is driving all of these racist and hate-filled truckers to protest their draconian pandemic policies. No elite authoritarian running one of these leftist cities ever lifted a finger to seize the monies being openly solicited for the Antifa BLM rioters on popular fundraising sites. No member of the Great Reset crowd ever babbled into a media microphone that the Russians must be behind the Antifa BLM rioters. I don't recall one blue state governor or mayor loudly declaring that the Antifa BLM rioters were hate-filled looters and pillagers attacking the foundations of civilized society. Mathieu Fleury tweets, blue checkmark, this morning, I have asked the city manager and city solicitor to immediately launch court proceedings targeting the millions of dollars in funds frozen by GoFundMe so Ottawa taxpayers are not left holding the bag for these protests. At present, the city of Ottawa in Canada is seeking to seize all the funds raised on GoFundMe in support of the trucker convoy protesting Trudeau's vaccine mandate. The Big Brother Matrix media are already running with the narrative that the trucker convoy is a cult of hate-filled racists out to topple sacred democratic institutions. Everyone watching knows these same leaders stood mute over the past two years as a highly organized revolutionary movement toppled statues and looted and destroyed small businesses, they gutlessly acquiesced to rewriting history to suit the new barbarians under threat of renewed rioting. It was bad enough watching black-clad and masked rioters toppling historic statues in our parks or attempting to what is worse is watching the city authorities continue the travesty by taking down more statues themselves. Like I said, the summer of rioting was just a cover that would enable the radicals in many of the country's city halls to do what they had always wanted to do, only now, because of the popular uprising of summer 2020, they could claim they were only giving the people what they wanted. And the whole time, 
it was known. This was just a handful of black-clad, thuggish losers driving all this massive and super-fast societal change. It was all kabuki theater played out for the masses. Antifa, BLM were never anything more than sock puppets being used to get the vast societal changes necessary for the Great Reset kick-started in the summer of 2020. Then Antifa BLM could fade away, and the radicals inside the city halls everywhere would take over the Great Reset from there. There was nothing organic or grassroots about that sordid summer of Antifa BLM rioting back in 2020. It was all highly orchestrated, very organized, very well-funded, and supported. The various Antifa and BLM groups were always just a couple of thousand commie revolutionary losers enabled and encouraged by the globalist left authoritarians who used them as shock troops to send a message to their citizens. Do not resist our new order. We were all repeatedly told through the lying Big Brother Matrix fake news media that we are all watching a fiery summer of popular grassroots uprisings that city leaders and governors just had to enable and sympathize with. And it was all fake. All of it. Now, reality is breaking their fake news matrix. These authoritarian goons are now faced with a real popular uprising, and they can't control it or snuff it out. No matter what they do, they only end up accomplishing two things. One, they wake more people up, and two, they cause the protest against their bullshit to grow. We're winning. The collapse of the globalist narrative and the draconian measures being implemented by these cabal members doesn't happen everywhere at once. It will happen first in prominent places all around the world, and it will spread. It may take time to spread to your area. All you have to do is hold on until the collapse reaches you. Very stupid rich people are behind this. President Donald J. Trump discussed the high level of funding and organization behind the riots several times, including in a televised interview with Fox News host Laura Ingram, where he openly talked about the very stupid rich people working from the shadows whose names you wouldn't recognize behind the funding and organization driving the revolutionary groups acting as the Great Reset's shock troops. Quote, in a late August interview with Laura Ingram for the Fox News Network, Trump spoke about the continued rioting and rising crime Americans have been watching with increasing alarm in the blue cities, such as Portland, Oregon, New York City, Seattle, and Chicago. While commenting on this, President Trump said something revealing. He talked about very stupid rich people that are bankrolling and enabling the violent Marxist and anarchistic groups, as well as the governors, mayors, and district attorneys, who are refusing to prosecute them. From Trump, the money is coming from some very stupid rich people who have no idea that if their thing ever succeeded, which it won't, they will be thrown to the wolves like you've never seen before. Trump stressed something else in that interview with Ingram. 
While everyone knows the name of George Soros and will instantly recognize the hedge fund manager's twisted and wrinkled face, the people who funded the orchestrated riots all across America in 2020 are unknowns to the American people. As I wrote in my column, President Trump puts some very stupid rich people on notice at Uncovered DC back in October of 2020, quote, George Soros is far from the only billionaire playing this sick and sordid short-selling game with the lives of hundreds of millions of Americans. While Soros brags about what he's doing and does it pretty much out in the open, there are other billionaires betting on the decline of the U.S. dollar, and this is why Trump also told Laura Ingram this financial backing for groups like Antifa and BLM and support for radical political candidates is coming from very stupid rich people, people you've never heard of, people in the dark shadows. You've heard of George Soros. The people Trump is talking about here, you will not recognize their names. There are over 2,800 billionaires in the world, according to CNBC's calculations in an article from this past June. You only know the names of a handful and the people playing the short-selling game in the international money markets fomenting unrest inside different countries to try to tank the currencies so that they can make billions are indeed in the shadows. You would not be able to pick them out of a lineup, end quote. Trump would know. So if he tells you that you would not recognize the names or faces of most of these people driving this from the shadows, it should be taken into account. We all know who Soros is, as well as Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and the other highly visible billionaires of the World Economic Forum. That means that the funders and enablers of the Antifa BLM riots of 2020 are not at this point still in the shadows, but hopefully they will be dragged into the light soon. All eyes are on Trudeau, and it is glorious. Nobody more epitomizes the abject, full-scale retreat of the Great Reset crowd than the fellow I have affectionately dubbed Baby Castro, Canada's current Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. He's become the poster boy for the utter and complete collapse of the worldwide COVID-19 narrative. Upon realizing the trucker convoy was indeed coming, and that Ottawa would soon be besieged in the name of freedom, Trudeau absconded to an undisclosed location. To give himself adequate cover for this cowardly retreat in face of a genuine citizen uprising provoked by his own draconian policies, Castro, I mean Trudeau, claimed that despite his vaccine status of having both shots and one booster, he just caught COVID anyway. So he wasn't running, you see. He simply needed to self-quarantine for a while. From the safety of his undisclosed location, baby Castro has proceeded to hurl insults and lies at the trucker convoy. Having made a successful retreat and now keen to show just how much he's not intimidated at all, Castro had this to say to the media, quote, I want to be very clear. We are not intimidated by those who hurl insults and abuse at small business workers and steal food from the homeless. 
We won't give in to those who fly racist flags. We won't cave to those who engage in vandalism or dishonor the memory of our veterans, Trudeau said, end quote. My goodness, what a paragraph of nonsense. Let's try to unpack that, shall we? In less than 100 words, Trudeau has managed to claim that this very real and popular citizen uprising was actually comprised of, one, rioters hurling insults and abuse at small business owners, two, thieves who steal food from the homeless, three, racists who fly racist flags denoting one's race superiority over all others, four, vandals who destroy public property, five, desecrators who are somehow dishonoring the memory of Canadian veterans. <laughs> That's some resume. And of course, everyone watching is fully aware that Trudeau is lying his ass off here. But that's not the point. To hide the fact he's provoked a genuine uprising of honest, hardworking citizens who are pissed off at his power grabs and usurpations of their rights, he has to create a new narrative that makes him the fearless, intrepid defender of small business owners, the homeless minorities, public property, and of Canada's veterans bravely standing up to an evil, rampaging mob of violent, racist vandals. Of course, it would be easier for Trudeau to strike this heroic pose if he wasn't in hiding right now. And as Jack Posobiec has been pointing out on his social media, it would also be easier for Trudeau to strike this heroic pose if the entire public hadn't watched him repeatedly and openly embrace actual rampaging racist and violent mobs over the past two years as they, one, hurled abuse and insults at Canadian small business owners, two, robbed and looted stores and burned down churches, three, loudly and proudly claimed Black Lives Matter more than white ones, four, repeatedly destroyed public property, five, desecrated statues and memorials to Canada's military history and veterans. Even as numerous churches and other buildings were being torched in Canada by mobs, when he wasn't zipping his lip about it, the best Trudeau could muster was that the understandable anger that he assumed was driving the acts of arson. Let me use just one picture to show you why Trudeau and the entire political wing of the great reset cabal crowd are doomed. Picture of Antifa, picture of a trucker. When you've repeatedly claimed you fully understand the guy on the left heaving the Molotov cocktail and that you sympathize with his anger, and so you ordered the police to stand down and give him space to destroy while you're also claiming it's only racism and hatred of the homeless or something that motivates the guy on the right in the truck to protest your policies so you're going to have the police crack down on him hard, you've lost the game. There's no recovering from having enabled destructive riots by small revolutionary groups of radical anarchists and then turning around and cracking down on a genuinely popular citizen protest you caused yourself. Baby Castro is finished. He has no good options. Wait it out? For how long? Weeks? Months? 
crack down hard, that will only cause the protest to grow and call, call more attention to it. His vapid attempt to set the narrative for the convoy after the fact is not only going to utterly fail, it's going to massively backfire on him. If he is indeed the first world leader to go, the first great reset casualty of the Great Awakening, he certainly won't be the last. Buckle up. Payback time for what these authoritarian goons put us all through for the past two years has arrived. <laughs>